Hello and welcome to a great episode of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin Podcast, episode 107. This is a good one and it completely caused me to uh, put the one I was going to release on a back burner because I'd already started one last night because I am professional or the night before actually. And then last night, just before I went to bed, I did a quick check of Dime a Dozen, the BitTorrent music site with the live recordings, dimeadozen.com or .org, dimeadozen.org. And just to see if there was anything new that came up, anything I could grab onto and, and raise my ratio, because it's been stuck at 0.91 for 150 million years. So I thought, oh, well, this will be easy. I just grab a torrent and, and I jumped on and the torrent I saw that had just been posted just been posted was another dogs of doom release this time january 18th 1975 bloomington the first night of the 1975 led zeppelin u.s tour and a show that had never been in circulation before i do not know the story behind this i don't know the backstory but they typically uh dogs of doom the discord group Hey, which has open enrollment right now. If you go to Led Zeppelin um, Film, Led Zeppelin Film, the website, or Led Zeppelin Rarities YouTube. Let me make sure that's the right one. Because I'm the kind of person that could have been calling him the wrong fucking name for 150 years. Led Zeppelin Boots, is that it? Shit, maybe it's Led Zeppelin Boots. God damn it. God damn it. I'm the worst human being in our... Uh, whatever. In any case, Dogs of Doom Discord has open invitations. Go to Led Zepp Film uh, YouTube, and there's an open invitation there, I think. And if not, I have one, and you can contact me through the Facebook group and get you into that Discord. The link that I had before had expired and they just they didn't seem to be putting out new ones until just recently so you guys who have asked and i said i'll get back to you i uh i both did forget but also knew that there wasn't a way to do it until very recently when they opened it up i think it's open enrollment now they're gonna see how that goes but uh i just hope it doesn't fill with assholes so we shall see. In any case, yes, Bloomington. This is a huge... I don't know the story at all, as I said, other than this is the opening night of Led Zeppelin's U.S. tour. Jimmy's got the broken finger. Robert does not yet have the flu. So his voice is pretty darn good. And not only that, because Jimmy has his broken finger, we're going with the augmented modified set list let me get it open here so i can read it to you like a good american uh there it is sadly enough they don't do how many more times in this show so we've got rock and roll into sick again into over the hills and far away into when the levee breaks the song remains the same the rain song cashmere now imagine hearing Kashmir for the first time and not even know like for the first time, not like you've heard it on the radio, not like you knew it was coming up. The very first time was when these fuckers played it. Kashmir, the wanton song, no quarter, trampled underfoot, Moby Dick and Stairway to Heaven. What you see missing here 
are the big guitar workouts like Days to Confused and then what would be added in a day or two, how many more times? Because, as we said, Jimmy had broken his, uh, I believe it was the top joint of his left ring finger, which is the power finger for guitar players. That's the one you bend with, you know, and uh, he just soldiered on to uh, great acclaim. To be able to play hobbled like that, it's also why that's the tour where you see the pictures of him with the bottle of Jack Daniels and swigging from it because it hurt. And not only hurt, but when you compensate, you know when you twist your ankle or fuck up your knee and you're limping around, and then like a day or two later you're limping around and realize a hundred other things hurt now because you're all off balance and you're not using your regular muscles? That happens with your hand and your wrist and your forearm and your shoulder when you play guitar with a broken finger and try and work around it. So that boy was in a lot of pain. A lot of pain. Hence the uh, Jack Daniels. And then, of course, that leading to more wanton behavior. And uh, opiates were uh, prevalent in this on this tour as well, I think, dominantly for the first time. But... Um, Good stuff. This show is great. It is a good recording. It is not like that Sydney show from a bit back that some of you didn't like. That one was rough. This one is not rough. This one is good and maybe even very good in play. Yeah, I would say on the whole, I would call it very good or good plus. It's mono, which is fine. There's no stereo separation, but that's fine. But, Jesus, Bonzo sounds great. You can hear everything just fine. And, um, man, when I hear the story of how this happened, I will let you know. So, as I've read to you the set list, uh, Moby Dick's Stairway to Heaven ended with, uh, recorded with a portable national Panasonic recorder with built-in mono mic. So, I think it's just one of those, like, rectangular sits-on-the-desk office cassette players from the 70s and the 60s with just the little condenser mic built in. So, given that that's the case, it's not it's not overloaded. It's really not overloaded. It's not in you know, indecipherable, it's distinct, which is what happens when you get to when you get to digitize and clean up the master recording. Because even a first gen, there's stuff that's locked in there that you can't really fix anymore. And some stuff that's lost. Any heasy. Let's get to it. This is exciting. So yeah, I found this last night and I was like, holy shit. This is like, you know, uh, quarter to ten at night. You know, I'm, I've got my my uh, night before Christmas gown and cap on holding my little candle holder. I'm ready to go night night. And I see this and I'm like, fuck. So I grab it. And then I listened to Levy and, oh God, now I love the Brussels performance of Levy, which has been featured here before. This one is a little different, but I love it. Jimmy actually goes off a little bit on the slide. It is fun. Bonzo is way clearer than on the Brussels. This recording is clearer than Brussels. It's clearer than Chicago. It's clearer than any of the early good 75 shows that were with these rare songs. And another thing that's going to happen is any fuckhead who has a soundboard of any of these shows, as we've 
teased before, and we've gotten little teases before, is now super incentivized to release that because it's now a little bit less rare now that we have this full recording. This is a show nobody's had. This is a show nobody's known of. I mean, everybody knew about the show, but, um, you know, it may be hoarded. And this is not a hoarded show. This is another thing that needs to be mentioned is Dogs of Doom. They don't they're not liberating shows that are hoarded in the super tight elite collector circles. These are shows that they go out and just find, I think, because both Led Zeppelin film and Led Zeppelin boots or rarities. Fuck, I am sorry, Ed, uh, if I've been saying your name wrong all these months, especially after giving you praise for in celebration for a king. I uh, I'm shitty that way. I'm bad with names. Um, but anyways, they I think track down main not mainly, but I think because both of Led Zeppelin film and uh, Led Zeppelin boots or rarities, whoever it is, um, has. A lar- large YouTube followings, I think just by going through the comments, they can be like, oh, yeah, my buddy was at that show, said he taped it. Some little things like that. But then with, with polite, which is key, and gentle persistence contacting them, you might be able to find somebody who still has a copy somewhere in his attic or his garage. or, And then boom, this miracle comes to light. In fact, just yesterday, earlier, when I was at work on lunch, I read a blog post from 1997 about um, a bunch of collectors who tracked down an unreleased Jimi Hendrix show. I don't remember which one. It was 1970. I know that. Um, And how that happened. And that's what it was. It was like a friend of a friend said he saw that show and had taped him. And uh, they were like, really? No shit. We'd like to hear it sometime. Then over time, they gathered it together and they made it their way over there and listened to it. And we're like, holy shit, it's a rare Jimi Hendrix show that had never been heard before. The funny thing is at the end of the Hendrix show, there were a couple minutes of live Led Zeppelin. Bring it on home because he had taped Led Zeppelin and taped over it for Hendrix. Fair enough. Nobody who did this. not That's not true. So many people who did this did not consider that this is something that is going to be for the ages, you know? So in any case, I, uh, all right. I think I've set it up enough. (laughs) I'm excited. I literally just got home from work. Haven't even settled in all my shits everywhere, but I wanted to get started on this because this is a big one. So let's get to it. Bloomington, Minnesota. Montana. It's gotta be Minnesota, uh, at the Met center. January 18th, 1975. Let's give a listen to a lovely, complete live levy. Oh, the drums are good. You can hear Bonzo's kick. He's not he's not muddy like he is in the other audience tapes. His kick drum is just distinct. And holy shit, guys. Holy shit. All right. Enjoy. I will be back in a few minutes. This is a cool one. I hope you're excited.
eventful during the during the time that we spent here. <clears throat> and unfortunately, we took the decision to rehearse before we came this time. And in so doing, Jimmy had the misfortune to break one of his fingers. One of his fingertips. So what you hear tonight, in fact, is a two and a half finger guitarist. I think that's fantastic. That'll hold us over till the soundboard comes out. Again, you know, it's not Mike Millard quality, but it is absolutely good enough to hear, especially with those lower frequencies being dominated by Bonzo's bass, drum, and Jonesy's incredible bass chords. That's one thing I love about Live Levy is that Jonesy just, he doesn't play bass, he doesn't play single notes, he's playing chords on the bass. And it's, oh my god. So yeah, as soon as we can get a good soundboard of that, holy shit! I love this. It's so exciting. Now that's this is the only song I've heard from this show. Because I listened to it, you know, 400 times last night. And um, the rest I have not heard because I knew I needed to do the, the podcast. And I want to get this out to you because this is a big deal. Because the word is out, it's being played live on YouTube right now, the word has gotten out in the community already, but I know a lot of you are not necessarily active in the collector community, although a lot of you are, but just as a casual Led Zeppelin fan, or a casual Led Zeppelin live fan, or not even, if just a live Led Zeppelin fan, this is big news. This is not prettying up a recording that we've heard before, this is brand new recording of a brand new show that we have not heard only those happy few that were in the building that night and whoever listened to the tape this guy made before now. God bless you, Dogs of Doom. Leads up films. And God damn it, you are so cool. I almost said your real name. <gasps> but uh, <laughs> it's so, so impressive. Jesus, in like a year. They have, they have revitalized the Led Zeppelin community so much. I'm starting to taper off. Fewer and fewer people every year because we're getting old. Fewer and fewer great releases every year. And the ones that came out, we would mainly have to wait for the bootleg companies to release something. And then wait for that to get released. And then wait for somebody to torrent it. And then wait for it to propagate that way digitally. Until somebody puts it on YouTube or somebody puts it on Guitars 101 or something and you can grab it. Nope. Dogs of Doom. Bunch of young folks. Well, actually, I don't know if they're all young now. I don't know. I know some of them are fairly young, but they're doing it right. I think they're being very respectful and very nice and very low pressure and very much not. You can make so much money with this, but more like, hey, you know that there are thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people who will be absolutely overjoyed to hear this recording of yours. And they share it for free. They're good people. And I really like them. If I wasn't so socially awkward and inept and 35 years older than most of them, um, I would participate more. But I'm, I'm more of a lurker. I like to watch. 
Anyway, let's go to another unreleased, not unreleased, but rarely performed song, The Wanton Song. Now, this is the first time people heard that. And when they started Levy, did you hear the guy near the mic go, yeah, made some kid's day. Hopefully that kid's still alive. He got to see them do Levy live. God damn. There was a magical time where you could just spend a few bucks, like seven bucks, and go see Led Zeppelin in person. Man, oh man. Good times. Now it's hundreds of dollars to see anybody, which is like, nope. Should still be 25 bucks, in my opinion. It was 15 when I was in high school. 25 bucks is what it should be because it's the ticket ticket industry that takes the money and controls the rates way more than the artists. Although the artists, if you're going to see Fleetwood Mac or the Eagles or something, I mean, that's an old audience. That's an audience of, of boomers and people who are middle age and older. And yeah, that's that's an event that's like 500 bucks to go see Fleetwood Mac. Let's make a night of it, darling. But for the kids going to see shows, it sh- shows should still be like 20 bucks. And they are local shows in town and stuff like that. But I don't know. Now I'm ranting and I'm distracted and I'm hot and I want to play this song. So I'm going to shut the fuck up. And play the Wanton Song again from... Is there somebody that we can credit a dude's name? Don R. Don R taped this. Thank you, Don R. You are making, as I said, thousands and thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of people happy. Once these are posted on YouTube, holy fuck, YouTube gets a thousand times more traffic than anything I do. And I get most of my traffic from YouTube because it's just, it's YouTube, Ian. Anyway, all right, Wanton Song. Here we go. Enjoy. Yeah. 
tell jimmy's having a little bit of trouble because i mean it's hard to play on the fly like that when your finger hurts because you can't be spontaneous and jimmy of course as we know master of spontaneity and um you can't be spontaneous because you have to be aware of what your fingers are doing because the finger that you want to use is the finger that causes you a great deal of pain when it's hammered down onto the wooden neck of a guitar so kudos to him jeepers creepers can you imagine i can't imagine even when i was playing i can't imagine going out and doing a fucking tour with a broken finger just like ah we'll wing it it'll be fine zeppelin confidence and swagger all right friendos that was amazing huh all right here comes the spiel. Bum, 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 bum. You can find me on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter under the name Heart of Markness. All the shows, all the uh, Led Zeppelin episodes, most of them, except the first few aren't, uh, are on YouTube. I don't have the classic rock ones yet up yet. That'll be another project. Uh, you can also find me at heartofmarkness.com, which is the website on which I post these podcasts as well but more importantly the website from where you can download this entire show for yourself not just the songs i play but the whole goddamn thing that's at heartofmarkness.com you're welcome there uh it is not up there yet but i will endeavor to have that up there by the end of tonight and if you don't see it when you go there give it a day or two and i will get to it um I can't always, I don't always get everything done uh, in a timely manner, although I do endeavor to do so, and I've gotten better at it, and I've stayed good with getting this out week after week. And also, uh, if you go to hardermarkness.com, you will see a banner for my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash hardofmarkness.com. If you like what I do and I, you like how I do it and you want to help contribute to keeping the lights on and getting me equipment and stuff and etc etc and are able to you are welcome and invited to take a look at the my patreon and see if there's anything there of interest and i will now read the roll call of the titans upon whose shoulders rests this humble podcast so a laurel and hearty handshake goes out to knegern jeff Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Mark, who's out touring the country in his RV. Hope you're having fun, Mark. You and Kurt look like you're having a great time. Other David, 
Bonzo Billy, and of course, Mimo. Thank you, my friends. Thank you, my friends. You really, really help my life style. Help me do this. Help me get through the month. This really helps out, and I am thankful to you. Deeply, deeply grateful. All right, back to our show. I always feel weird doing that promotional shit. All righty. I've got one more song for you. It was going to be Cashmere, but I have featured a few 75 Cashmere's already. Um, so I'm going to, although I heard this Cashmere was very good, I am going to play Trampled Under Foot, 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 which is also the first time. Imagine being in this audience hearing this for the very first time ever. Not the first time live, first time ever. Enjoy it, friends. Again, January 18th, 1975, Trampled Underfoot. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Well, okay. Not a very good tape, but a good tape. Uh, they also played, apparently, In My Time of Dying as well, but that was not included in this recording for some reason. And uh, I don't know what it is, but whatever. Everything is there. Hardomarkness.com. There we go, friendos. Um, I have another one that I will probably release over the weekend that I've been working on. It's a Them Crooked Vultures show from 2010. That is incredible. And um, I anticipate doing that. And I have a bunch of fucking um, Mike Millard recordings that I've got in the back seat that I need to get it to also. So hopefully you'll hear from me this weekend with another podcast. If you don't, I'll be back next Thursday with another Led Zeppelin podcast. On the weekends, I tend to do wild card stuff. Uh, the latest Mike Millard recording of whatever, or just another classic rock artist, etc. But every Thursday, it is Zeppelin and Zeppelin-related material. I hope you have enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed this show. And um, I hope the sound quality was uh, not a problem for many of you. So be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and I will see you guys soon. Or I won't, but I'll talk to you soon. How about that? Thank you and good night.